Dipping Milk and Cookies, the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends, guests, and microphones. Guys, I am your host, Garrett, the Cookie Commander Smith. With me, as always, my co-host, the one and only... Michael, Master Milker, Segovia. <sighs> yep, 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 yep. Okay, all right, calm down, calm down. Um, how you doing, bud? How you doing, Pretty friend? solid, how about you? You know, uh, I've had off for almost two weeks now, so... I'm rested, so to speak, but uh, at the same time, concerned. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to happen with unemployment and all that fun jazz. I know I'll get it figured out, and I know I'll get that money eventually, but it's just like, I'm not going to get a paycheck this week, and the paycheck I get next week is going to be dog shit. So, I am a little stressed out, luckily. Luckily, I got the bestest friends in the whole wide world, and you were able to help me out a couple of bills um but uh but yeah it, it has been better now that i finally got that stimmy money mm-hmm. finally but again just like you said last week just came in right back out the door yeah mine hasn't come yet mine says it's scheduled for next monday that's so weird that's so weird. but uh, you know i've been hearing people saying that they uh they got the first stimulus check directly deposited into their account and then now they're getting notified notification saying that they're going to get the check in the mail the second time around, I, which doesn't make any so doesn't make any sense. You can go on the IRS website and look at your actual account, like and they'll you, tell you to fuck yourself. And because uh, I did that multiple times when I was freaking out because I didn't get mine. <laughs> so, oh, so they, okay, yours. Well, I can show you what I'm talking about on mine. Yeah. So then you can see when it says like it's scheduled, but there's a way to do it. You can see the transactions that the IRS has with you, um, and it'll tell you if you owe them any money. Because if you owe them any money, they're probably not going to send you anything. No, that's a given. But. Yeah, you could definitely check that out, and because like at first too, I was kind of like, uh, mine came like right away last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of yeah. my one of my buddies posted it that you know his was in the bank pending, and then like within three four days after that, I had mine, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought this was gonna happen this time, but yeah, I remember me and Emily got ours on the same day. Like it, like as soon as we found out that like it had been cleared and they were gonna start sending out money, it was like almost the next day. I feel like. Uh, that's why I was so confused and so pissed off this time around. Cause it was just like, what the fuck? everybody, everybody around me is getting their stimulus money except for me. And it's like, this is the worst time for me to not have that fucking check. So it's fuck. but luckily, uh, I, you know, it showed up. I digress. We're moving on. Um, I do want to move on to the crazy craziness that happened in DC. Uh, you know, we, tr- I, I don't like talking about politics or religion, especially if we're going to be recording what we say. <laughs> uh, so I, I want to try to keep it down to a minimum, but I feel like we have to mention it at least a little bit. How fucking bananas, how batshit insane this country is becoming. Like, it's scary, dude. It's like, it's really scary. Cause we, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I feel like America has always been that country that, like, yeah, we're bullies. We're big bullies. We always got to be the one with the big dick in the room. But it's just like we're, we were consistent. You know, we were consistently that guy. Now it's like we're that fucking meth head that just, like, you don't know if he's high or if he's just sleepy or, like, what's going on. But, like, at any given moment, he might fucking cut your goddamn throat. Yeah, like, man. It's, that's, it's getting terrifying. That's the generations that have been getting raised. I know. I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of older people that are acting out like that, too. And, I mean, 
Yeah, I, again, like you said, kind of got to watch what you say because of recording, but... Yeah, it's it's fuck, it's goofy. But yeah, let's actually talk about what happened. So, <laughs> I, you know, if you're living under a fucking rock, which a lot of people... that's I made the post on Facebook while the sh- I watched the entire thing mm-hmm. from, like, start to finish. No shit. I had it on YouTube on a live stream. Like, it was nuts. I, like, I had it on the <laughs> on my table while I was playing Wars, and I'd, like, in between games, I'd mute that, and I'd take one year off, and I'd sit there and watch. It was fucking madness. But uh, but again, if you have been sleeping under a rock, uh, a bunch of pro-Trumpers uh, stormed the Capitol building, the U.S. Capitol building. You know, the heart of our democracy. You know, no big deal, no biggie. Uh, and some of the people that got in there, man, like the, when they raided the chamber hall and they're like taking s- fucking selfies in the in the seat of the speaker of the house, the fucking vice president's seat. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's, I'm so surprised that only one person died, like, in all actuality, because the vice president was in the building. Like, that could have been considered uh, an assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, at that point, like, the Secret Service is, like, obligated to fucking keep that guy safe at all costs. Yeah, and they that just means, kill anybody. That's what I'm saying. You're like 007. You got a license to kill, essentially. <laughs> so, like, the fact that it was just one. And, like, you know, rest in peace. I don't know. that I've been hearing some crazy shit about her backstory being, like, Antifa and all that crazy nonsense. Either way around it, nobody should have lost their life, period. That's that's a tragedy. But at the same time, it's like, dude, what, what did you expect? Like, you oh, were yeah. storming the Capitol building. They're lucky that's all that happened. That's what I'm honest. saying, like, bro. They that's what I'm saying. Those people all could have been really fucked up. Really fucked up. Fucked up. Well, some they caught a lot of people already. Oh, yeah. yeah They're yeah. all being federally charged too. And uh they probably didn't expect that to happen considering how there was the other uh stuff that was going on last year with, you know, movements and protests and stuff. So people now just think that they can do that kind of thing. And then now that people are no. actually being like prosecuted on the federal level. Yeah. Those people are different. they're getting fucking thrown in a hole and getting yeah, forgotten going to about. Guantanamo Bay for cock meat sandwiches, dude. <laughs> That's what's gonna fucking happen. Because, like you said, it's it, it's actually yeah, I think they're calling man. it a, uh, an act of domestic terrorism. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can be tried as a terrorist. <laughs> Which is fucking bananas. It's bananas the fact that they got as far as they did. That's what that's what's blowing my mind. I understand that it takes time to activate like the National Guard and to mobilize all these people to get there and everything. But at the same time, how in the hell are you gonna sit there and you see you can see this mob of people that are coming closer by the minute? Somebody isn't like I get everybody's on their fucking phone nowadays, but it's just like you're gonna look up for a second and be like, huh. I probably should make a phone call. There's a big group of people like on our lawn right now. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys want to do something about that, but like I'm going to start backing up because I'm not trying to get beat to shit. And it's just like the fact that it took fucking two hours for the mobile or the the National Guard to get mobilized to get out there is fucking unacceptable. Yeah. But then again, a, a dude walked into the fucking White House. The door was unlocked. This dude, Joe Rogan's got the best fucking bit about that whole story. This dude literally sprinted across the White House lawn, opened up the door, and just started running around screaming in the White House. And he didn't get shot. He didn't die. That's what. That's the joke. He's just like, I bet you that guy, he, like, he had, like, a bunch of ammunition in his car. He had guns in his car. He left all of that shit in his car and just stormed the White House 
probably expecting to get murdered. That was like a suicide kind of attempt. And he's probably just like, one more step, one more step. Why am I not dead? Why am I not dead? And then he's inside and he's just like, what the fuck do I do? Ah! <laughs> it's a funny, it's a funny bit. But it, it just, it's fucking crazy. And the thing that really scares me the most is the fact that everybody on the planet, well, maybe not everybody, but all of the fucking heavy hitters on this little blue marble we call Earth saw that shit. And it's just like, there's got to be one dude in all of those administrations that's just like, come on, guys, we could probably just walk in there. And You've seen Olympus like, has fallen, Like, right? seriously, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what that guy is telling everybody. You guys saw that movie, right? right? Dude, it, clearly, clearly they are slipping right now. So, like, that that has me concerned for sure. You know, it's it's a crazy world we live in, and I don't want to say I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that there's going to be any kind of retaliation or, you know, attack from a foreign from a foreign national. But it's just like, dude, it was fucking embarrassing. Like, I just think of the coach from Letterkenny, man, just screaming into the room, kicking the fucking trash can. It's fucking embarrassing. Like we're America. We're the United States of America. We're supposed to be the superpower on the planet. And that happens. It's not a good look, guys. No, not a good look, guys. It's really not a good look. No. But not I'll tell at you all. one thing. There are a lot of fucking choice ass memes coming out of it, dude. <laughs> so good. And they were happening like like instantaneously, man. Like as the shit was happening, I was on Twitter watching it on Twitter. It was fucking nuts. That was like the first time I actually took the time to like interactively like be pay attention Twitter. to the news and like be on <laughs> Twitter and stuff. Cause some of those fucking memes were just goddamn gold fucking go there's a dude sitting in the fucking speaker's chair <laughs> he took a selfie he's like i broke into the uh, capitol building so i could send myself two thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> i lost my shit when i uh, when i read that that was so funny so funny but i mean but in all actuality it's not funny at all it really isn't because uh it just goes to show how fucking first off how goddamn crazy people can get about their their politics mm -hmm. uh secondly how fucking pathetically horrifically like undersecured our capital u.s capital building is um and the fact that like it just seems like it, nobody cares i think it's because there's a lot of people that are just done with the whole trump era yeah so they're just like all right this is just another tactic but then or again, whatever. There's a fucking whole lot of them that aren't. <laughs> that are yeah, like, man, I we need to keep this guy in office. Right, and that's probably one of the angles they were hoping is if we all storm it, maybe they'll just say, "All right, we'll let Trump be president again." But it doesn't work like that. No, like, no, not at all. No, you know, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Biden, but we've got to get that guy out of the fucking White House because, like, it's it's becoming too much of a cartoon. It's, yeah, it's it's just it's getting ridiculous. Like before, you know, he would say something fucking goofy on Twitter, make some weird policy change. And we'd all go, oh, you fuck Trump. But now it's like, all right, dude, we get it. You got to go now. Yeah, you got to split, homie. He's been banned off of Twitter and Facebook. I know, right? And stuff. Dude, come on. But I heard that he started some other fucking social media platform. No, there was one called Parler. But that's... no, this one's called Gab. Gab dot com. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm often wrong, so take that with a grain of salt, people. But, yeah, dude, it's, it's fucking wild, man. It's wild. We're living in fucking really, really tumultuous times, and it's scary. It's really scary. 
It's so weird. It's so weird. You know, like I was saying before, America was very consistent. Fucking jobs were good. Jobs were plentiful. The dollar meant something. And uh, and everybody was living the American dream in some way, shape, or form. But just like f- for whatever reason, I don't know what happened. We've just strayed so far from that path. And it's really starting to show. <laughs> really starting to show. And it's a, like I said before, it's a really, really bad look. Ugh. Ugh. Anywho. Yeah, so this is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, but I don't know if it's... It's, it looks like a mix between Twitter and, I guess, like a Facebook. Uh, but, yeah, just scrolling the first few things I see is a lot of stuff about free speech and censorship. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Like this one right here. And just like that, COVID has disappeared from the news for a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, now it's a transitional phase into something new. Yeah. New conspiracy. Yeah. We will not be silent. Yeah, dude. It, it's, it's fucking bonkers, dude. It's bananas it's 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 crazy um Maybe but yeah it's gonna let some of those other countries know like hey man if they're really not afraid to go into their own capital building and fuck shit up i don't know if we should go over there <laughs> that's that's also a fair assessment for sure because uh let's just go find a little hut city and yeah go yeah. fuck with them i will say again those fucking memes coming out of this shit there was one it was clearly a fake account that somebody made but his name was like ronald slump <laughs> And it was just a picture of Donald Trump, but he had that, like, pencil, like, Gomez Adams mustache, dude. <laughs> so, just here to talk. <laughs> like, it was the first tweet. <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, moving on. Let's move on. Um, the Packers, Pack Attack. Got Los Angeles coming up here. Uh, slightly concerned. LA, they were playing decent the other day, but, uh, you know, that's one team, though, I definitely wouldn't put it past some fucking pulling a slick one and for whatever reason the green bay packers always have the worst of luck uh in the playoffs especially when uh, when they're not playing at home so they are at home oh they're oh yeah they got oh they that's got right home field advantage yeah through the bowl playoffs hell yeah super bowl. fuck yeah dude could you imagine a super bowl fucking lambo they wouldn't ever have I know one they wouldn't. i know they wouldn't fucking lame asses yeah it's so cool. <laughs> Way too cold. Yeah, you know that has to be temperature controlled because of the fucking halftime show and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the beginning of February in Green Bay. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. No. And they couldn't even they couldn't fit all the people that would come. No, because just people come just for like the parties and just to yeah. just see like athletes and stuff like yeah. meet and greets. Not even, not even to go going in to the, the game. game. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, week long party, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. That'd be sweet. Two. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Maybe we'll get big enough to where we can be at the Super Bowl for our podcast. Do live from the Super Bowl parking lot? No, like in the suite. Oh, uh, all right. I like, I like it. I like where you're shooting there, guy. I mean, the parking lot would still be cool, but Fuck yeah. it'd just be a big, rowdy mess. Somebody'd probably Slobby. get a choke slam Slobby. through our table. Fucking everybody's getting Segovia screwdrivers, man. Dude. <laughs> and guess what you're getting a stunner you're getting a stunner um <laughs> uh, but yeah la and uh, green bay when when do they play saturday at three thirty-five. there you go there you go i'll be at work hopefully I yeah be i'll work. be at work i'll be back and i'll have it on my phone for sure <clears throat> um fucking aaron Rodgers really trying to shine up that mvp uh nomination because oh yeah I don't know if you guys have heard, but our Mr. A. A. Ron Rogers, 
at the helm of the Green Bay Packers donated $500,000 to the coronavirus relief fund for uh, for small businesses yeah. and whatnot, which is so fucking it's so cool, dude. And like we we were talking about it before, and it definitely seems like a ploy. Just like that, eh, I got some extra change. Probably won't hurt. Yeah, I mean, uh, dude just signed like that two hundred and something million dollar deal, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I can get five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Right. That's like five dollars, right, dude? That's so much goddamn money. Like five hundred thousand dollars alone is life altering money. Like, yeah, that's what's so. That's what I love professional sports. I really do. But at the same time, they disgust me because <laughs> it's like, bro, you're getting paid $200 million to throw a piece of fucking leather around. Granted, yeah, you might take a shot and could really fuck your shit up. I'll give you that. But even still. It's because of how much money they make the team. Yeah, yeah, true. Over the course of his career, Rodgers has easily made them over 200 and whatever million dollars yeah, that he I'm sure. signed that contract for. I'm you sure, know? yeah. Just with fucking... Just jersey sales yeah jer- yeah yeah just with price well i don't yeah. know if they sold 200 million dollars worth of jerseys but it's been playing for a, while, a lot though. of jerseys how long has rogers been playing this is like his 17th year or something like that <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. 15th or 16th something like That's that so he's, wild. he's up there yeah it's wild he's 36 seven i think 36 37 something, something like, that. like that yeah he's in his late 30s because mm-hmm. then brady's 43 breeze is 41 old man it's so crazy that brady's older than breeze because Bre- drew breeze just looks like an old man it's because he it. doesn't do the tb12 dude <laughs> yeah on that tb12 fact, get fact. It right yeah fact, fact and they fact. play each other this uh upcoming weekend too it's the saints Ooh. hosting the buccaneers Ooh, that's gonna be drew Brees said he's like yeah the matchup between us and brady it was inevitable <laughs> okay well, that's in the divisional round, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I hope you guys both tie and you both fucking qualified <laughs> or something stupid. <laughs> fucking geek. I really don't like Drew Brees. He seems like a pretty nice guy and does a lot of stuff for like the the community. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I just never. I I've never had him on my fantasy football team. I had him once, and he I've never. I just never really been a fan of him. Yeah, I feel like because that offense has always just had playmakers. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, you have people that can catch the ball, run the ball. You're gonna throw the ball to them if you're mm-hmm. just even decent. Mm-hmm. Like when Ryan Tannehill left uh, Miami to go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. dude became a whole different quarterback. Yeah, but it's like, look who you're surrounded by. <laughs> Drew Brees has got one of the best wide receivers and Michael Thomas. Probably truth the be best told, though, running Drew back. Brees has put up some solid fucking numbers over his career. But, but he's had – he yeah. plays in a dome his whole career. Yeah. And yeah. he's – That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. I remember that. I said that I don't know, it was a week or two ago. Fucking Aaron Rodgers, and they're all huddled up in their coats and everything. It's just like, yeah, you guys are cold. Remember, they're colder. And that was the first <laughs> thing I that came to mind when I saw they were playing the Rams. I was like, yeah, yeah. you're cold, but yeah. they're colder. Yeah, you got fuck, them yeah. – California boy come from LA yeah <laughs> and then Goff is he played all right I didn't watch the game but I guess he came in in relief because the backup that was backing him up got sent to the hospital yeah so then dude had to come in yeah yeah I I caught a little bit of it uh at Liz and Mitch's house it was like the fourth quarter yeah they were blowing the lead though I know that 
Uh, I'm just glad Seattle lost too. I don't, hell yeah. I don't like Seattle either. Yeah. I like Russell Wilson because he's a Badger alumni, but yeah. other than that, I don't really care well, for Seattle. Suspect. It's yeah. funny. Uh, so Josh Potter, I don't know if you remember that name from mm-hmm. uh, your mom's house, but uh, they gave him his own show. Same crew, same like chemistry. Instead of him, it's him and any instead of Tom and Nadav. Uh, and he knows nothing about sports. Josh knows everything about sports. And uh, they call Russell Wilson Sussel Wilson because motherfucker suspect. <laughs> That's how it <laughs> says it. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about um, yeah. It's it's a funny show, though, Josh Potter. They, it was called the, the Roach Motel because, you know, they call him the cockroach. <laughs> it was called the Roach Motel, but then, like, the actual, like, pesticide, like, Roach Motel killer, like, they found out about it and they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to change the name to the Josh Potter show. Nice. <laughs> That's a good show. I think you would actually like that because he loves talking about sports. And it's so funny what they talk about. Dude. Some of the fucking topics are just obnoxious. It's uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. And for everybody else, too, if, you, if you've never heard of it, listen to the Josh Potter show. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, good luck, Green Bay. Fucking let's keep it growing. Keep her moving. Uh, I'd love to see another Super Bowl win. Haven't seen one of those in a few years, so that'd be better nice, better nice. Um, so yeah, let's move into our good old faithful, trusted, tried and true six pack. Okay, so uh, the six pack. How the six pack works? Me and Mike come into this blind each week. We either come up with our own questions or we respond to the masses with their own suggestions. Uh, but we ask each other a question. We give our top six of that question. So our favorite of anything and everything. <coughs> so, Mike, uh, would you like to go first or shall I? Um, hold on. <laughs> Try not to sneeze. Uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, what are your top six chocolate candy bars? Top six chocolate candy bars. Hmm. Uh, well, Mr. Good Bar is always up there. Fucking peanuts and uh, chocolate. Yeah. That's just fucking solid. So, uh, Mr. Good Bar, you know, you got to throw in a Snickers. Good old reliable, hungry, why wait? And those things are for real. Like, they're fucking horrible for you. But, like, if you are hungry... You fucking wolf down a, a Snickers bar, you'll be good for a few it's hours. You're not gonna want to eat because your jaw's gonna fucking hurt from chewing. Yeah, it. from <laughs> chewing, yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's so good though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Kit Kat, gotta have Kit Kat in there. Um, call me crazy. I like Mounds, the dark chocolate with coconut. It's like an almond joy, but without yeah. Uh, almonds but that was a joy exactly <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 okay um <laughs> uh probably like a like a take five okay yeah that's one with the pretzel and the yep. chocolate yep yep um and so what do we got we got kit kat snickers good bar mounds what did i just say take five take five um Probably a whatchamacallit. Never really. I've had some, but... I used to be fucking crazy about those candy bars back in the skateboarding days, dude. Like, when we used to go to Four Seasons, I'd eat, like, six of them bitches. Like, like clockwork, bro. I don't know why. 
I don't know why, but I think it's because they were cheap and nobody else bought them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so again, Snickers, Kit Kat, Mounds. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. <sighs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm good, dude. Allergies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuffy. Allergic to that silicone. Um, yeah, I just cleaned. I'll do better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so again, Snickers, Kit Kat, Mounds, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Take Five, and uh, Good Bar. Those would be my six favorite candy bars. But, I, you know, truth be told, I really don't need candy bars like that yeah. anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Maybe not six, but no. four. No. <laughs> You got me. Let me get Fordham Tallboy over there. Yeah, the king size whatchamacallits. It's like nine of anything is a lot of anything. <laughs> I had Cinnabons yesterday. Like, yeah, how many did you have? Nine. <laughs> Let me take you to the hospital? Or <laughs> um. Okay, so your six-pack question uh, for this week is coming from our good buddy, first Patreon patron, Mr. Marcus Marciniak. Uh, he would like to know, Michael, what are your ti- – and I'm going to kind of augment this so you can have the best of both, but uh, what are your top six concerts that you've been to or concerts that you would want to go to? Uh, yeah, that's great because I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Because we listen to a lot of, like, 80s and 90s at work. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Smashing Pumpkins that came on yesterday. And Smashing Pumpkins has always been a band I've wanted to see. Do you know Chris almost played with Smashing Pumpkins? Oh, Chris just got a little bit cooler in my book. Yeah, he tried out for him and said that Billy Corgan was a dickhead. He said that to him to his face. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. That's pretty rock and roll. Keep going. Sorry. Smashing uh, Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Lincoln Park is one. Oh, man. We were so close, Dude, too. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to tell the story or shall no, I? No, you can go ahead and tell <laughs> Dude, it. Dude, okay. So I know Linkin Park is one of Mike's favorite, like, all-time favorite bands, right? Uh, now, this is – I was living in Illinois at the time. I was living in Mokina, and the Tinley Park Amphitheater was literally fucking minutes from my place, right? I find out that Linkin Park's coming to Illinois, and I'm like, hell yeah. It's, like, literally it lines up almost perfectly perfectly the week before your birthday like dude perfect i'll take you to the concert you come down here we'll just get fucked up and we'll fucking jam to lincoln park everything was set and then literally a week before the concert chester bennington shot himself or hung himself or whatever yeah he he killed himself and it's just like bro fuck this is so, dude, it, so close. The jokes right there. It's just like we're one step closer, man. <laughs> like, fuck, dude, in the end, nothing on. even matters, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> I felt so bad about that because, like, I was so excited. That's like that was the first time I'd ever gotten like a gift for somebody where I was like, knocked it out of the fucking park. No questions about it. I know the kids gonna like it. Hell yeah! And then pff, can't even fucking do it. Like, mom, mom, mom. That was so lame. That was so lame. Rest in peace. But anyways, so we got uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, I think, would be a really cool mm-hmm. show to see. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how about concerts that you've already been to? Ones I've been to? Yeah. Well, 
Lamb of God is a great one. Fuck I've yeah. seen them twice. Hell yeah, I've seen them like four times. Uh, Seven Dust is a good one too because I've seen them with you a few times at oh, Summerfest. Yeah. Almost every fucking year, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. There yeah. was a stretch there for like almost every year. Yeah, we'd catch some, Summer. We'd some, catch Seven Dust man. at Summerfest. They're Summer just Fest such a was, good band, dude. It is. It's. A, they're one of the bands that like they have like some radio hits, but they you can still listen to the whole album, yeah. and still appreciate and it. Like not just be like, oh, well, there's the there's the hit radio the single, one. Yeah. yeah, and you're skipping and, through, and you're oh, I'm just yeah. gonna listen to this one yeah. song. No, yeah, they're they're consistent. They're consistently good. Um, so Lamb of God, Seven Dust, you got one more. I want to say it was one of my first concerts with my mom and my uncle Mark, but we went to Megadeth at. Alpine, I want to say. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And this was like probably twenty years ago, twenty five yeah. years ago, somewhere in that range. Because yeah. I'm thirty three now, and I was, yeah. I was just a 13, young lad. Fourteen, yeah. Oh, I was younger than that. Oh, yeah, I was probably around ten. Damn. Yeah. All right. All it was right. me, my mom, and Mark. I don't, I don't even know how the three of us ended up going. Like. <laughs> How that conspired, but that's awesome, dude. Megadeth, I've seen Megadeth a few times, bro. Yeah, and dude, it. you know what? The last time I saw Megadeth was at Chicago Open Air uh, with Radish and Marcus and, and the Colonel uh, and the Colonel. Yeah, um, Colonel, Colonel, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> she got him on. Fucking love that guy. We should have Tony on, man. That dude would fucking talk about anything, dude. And he's so fun. He's so much fun. Uh, ironically enough, I'm talking uh, Marcus. He was the one that gave us the question. His dad, Tony, uh, we know him as the Colonel, and that <laughs> man is a fucking gem. Uh, so if you're listening, Colonel, which I hopefully I'm pretty sure you do listen, so we salute you. Yeah, we salute you, sir. Um, but yeah, so we saw Megadeth. They were on the main stage, uh, at the Toyota Toyota Park fucking bowl or whatever the shit. But dude, <laughs> like, like, seriously, I don't even know what it was fucking called. Um, <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> yeah, because it caught me off guard. I was looking outside, and <laughs> what you said, I was like, "What the?" <laughs> so funny. But uh, but it's funny though, because like Megadeth, they're not a young band anymore. Like they're older guys. But yeah. dude, out of all of the fucking like really heavy hitters that played on that main stage that entire weekend. Megadeth had one of the most gnarliest fucking pits. Like, it got fucking rowdy. Yeah, because all the dads are in the pit. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Bingo. All that's the dads it, dude. are in there just like, holy <laughs> shit. And they're letting out all the frustration. They're fucking Can't hit their crisis. kids. They're going to fucking start <laughs> dude, that's decking That's exactly everybody. what it was, bro. <laughs> yeah, Fuck I know. Yeah. I'm waiting for Megadeth to come dude, around again. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It was fucking intense. I was in there for one song, and I was like, nope. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. I just went hung out with the colonel at the edge of the fucking crowd. Just like, yeah, yeah, we'll do we'll drink beer and we'll fucking stand here and let all those fucking young bloods get the piss beat out of them, dude. Because, man, people were coming out of that shit bloody. I believe bloody, it. Bloody, like fucking cut eyebrows, cut noses, cut lips, dude. Just fucking tad, just battered. Battered. But, uh, but yeah, that just goes to show that fucking Dave Mustaine and Megadeth, they can still fucking rip. They, dude, they can still rip. He I think they're sing. coming out with a new album, I think. He can't sing with a shit anymore. He uh, doesn't have it like he used to, but, no. like, he can... The, those boys can still fucking just... Sh- they, they, can, they rip, dude. I swore I saw something that said that they were coming out with something new, or they're probably, probably working on something. I wouldn't I, doubt I it. I swore. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, Which should be interesting, though. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm fucking going to listen. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Playing for, like, 40 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
40 years of just melting faces. Literally been playing longer than we've been alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Psh. Fucking rock and roll, baby. Oh, God, that's so great. That's so cool. That's so lucky fuckers. Um, anywho, so we got Smashing Pumpkins, Lincoln Park, Park, Lenny Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz, Lamb of God, Seven Dust, and Megadeth. There you go. And there's your six pack for the week, y'all. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Thank you, Marcus, for the uh, suggestion, my man. And mm-hmm. anybody else listening, you guys, please, uh, if you got some questions you want to ask, send them our way. We'll ask them. Uh, but now it's time for my favorite portion of the podcast, <laughs> Master Milker's Mysterious Mystery. sounds good i think it sounds fantastic i don't think it sounds cheesy at all anywho <laughs> so this segment guys obviously if you've been uh, faithful listeners you know mike is one to uh to really lo- jump down the rabbit hole so to speak when oh, it comes absolutely. to to anything paranormal ghosts hauntings conspiracies anything of the sort master milker over here is gonna be listening so uh, we definitely wanted to make a segment where we let that little freak flag shine. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Here we are. <coughs> so, uh, Mike, please, what are we uh, what are we debunking this week? So this is about uh, the Maxwell Mansion in Lake Geneva. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of trying to read this whole article and everything about the history about it, uh, I'll just give you a couple quick little. I got some notes over here, too. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, let me go to the guy's name is Philip Maxwell. He's mm-hmm. born April 3rd, 1799, and then he died November 5th of 1859. So he's only 60 years old. Mm-hmm. But I suppose at that time, that was life quite the life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And especially with the life that he lived, for sure. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So some of the history for him is it's pretty interesting because he was a surgeon mm-hmm. in the army mm-hmm. and then. He so July thirteenth, eighteen thirty two. He was commissioned the assistant surgeon, United States Army, and was ordered to Fort Dearborn, Illinois, eighteen thirty three, as the eleventh and final surgeon. So already seeing some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. September twenty sixth, eighteen thirty three. Okay, hold on, hold on. Explain, explain the mansion first. Let's. Well, I thought maybe some importance of the guy, but that's all right. Well, no, we'll get to the. Oh, trust me, we're gonna get to the guy. I'm just saying, like, what? What's the the haunting what's the scary stuff what piqued your interest it wasn't philip maxwell well no what piqued my interest is that it's like right in the backyard it's here in wisconsin yeah, it's in Wisconsin. yeah uh sure. so to me anything that's in wisconsin it's like oh i could i have a chance to actually go check that out because mm-hmm. it's just right down the road mm-hmm. there wasn't anything in particular it's, it's standard kind of stuff like the, the voices being heard uh sightings it's the same stuff as every other haunting, but what's interesting to me about it is that it's, I feel, I don't know. All right, let me hop in here. So, <laughs> the Maxwell Mansion, it's supposedly supposed to be haunted, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been reports of possible hauntings by uh, a kid named Eddie. Uh, it's a child that died in the mansion. He supposedly inhabits the attic, messes with toys. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, there's another one called the watcher. This one actually kind of creeped me out. Uh, just watches people while they sleep, you know, real standard textbook, creepy shit. Uh, easily the creepiest of all the ghosts. Um, the bartender, 
knocks mugs off the walls and uh and they ring in their own drink repeatedly uh you want to take a guess at what they drink the bloody marys <laughs> bingo nice you read that too didn't you i think we had the same article <laughs> of course yeah i just took the notes out of it yeah um I, that definitely sounds like a horrible dad joke too by the way <laughs> yeah yeah the like, what, is the, what is the bartender goes drink guys what dad bloody marys <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking asshole <laughs> um but yeah, the the Maxwell Mansion is built in 1855. This is an old, old, old fucking building, right? Um, I, anything built back then, I just automatically will give it a benefit of the doubt that it is more than likely haunted. Um, it was considered one of Lake Geneva's finest landmarks at the time, uh, which is kind of weird. But uh, but like you were saying, Lake Geneva, it's fucking 40 minutes from us, 45 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we should actually go out there one of these days. The interesting cool. part, though, to me was that they believe that it's a lot of the past people that have come and stayed. Mm-hmm. I don't think I showed it to you, but I know I talked to you about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that show, Paranormal Caught on Camera, there was they were at an airport. And uh, what is that? The Skywalk? What was that called? The little tunnel that connects to the plane? Skywalk. Oh, oh, oh uh, uh, the, the jetway. Okay, so the, they showed that. And this was a pilot sitting in his plane that filmed this. He was filming like these ghosts walking towards into the airport, and then he like panned over. There was no airplane, so there's just these ghosts that are just walking through there. And part of uh, shadows, part of oh, dude, I'll show you, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. I promise okay. you're gonna be like, okay, that was all not right. a shadow. All right, okay. But uh, part of what I kind of connects all that to me is they think that that's possible because a plane had crashed. Uh, I forget what year, but parts of it were still salvageable to mm-hmm. be used in new planes. Okay. So they feel like there's an energy that was attached to these parts and that when these planes land here, mm-hmm. that like spirits, the spirits leave the alternator. No, they don't, they don't leave, but it's just like the turbines. It's just kind of just some rotating door, I guess, kind of thing. It's a supernatural door. They think they say that's wild, but that could also be something along the lines with this. <laughs> This house too is True. something you know was used to build this house, or is there something inside of this place that's you know supposedly haunted? That mm-hmm. I think ener- as spirits and energies they attach to like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think this Philip Maxwell guy, the the original owner, the guy who built the house, I think he had something attached to him. That's my that's my my uh, hypothesis. Uh, like you said, he was uh, an army surgeon mm-hmm. from eighteen whatever to eighteen thirty six. There's three years there where there's no record, none whatsoever. And like I'm obviously no historian and I'm no deep diver, but like I can do pretty decent internet searches. I couldn't find shit on this guy at all, at all. And you know, more than likely. Because the, the 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 weirdest thing, the biggest red flag for me is the fact that the the base, the fort, was abandoned. Like that doesn't just happen. That, oh, you're talking about the fort, the deer one in Dearborn. Yeah, yeah. So like, I have a feeling that there was some really hinky shit going on in those three years at that fort, and he was probably fucking balls deep in it. So I feel like, and especially dealing with like back then, dealing with Native Americans and everything like that, like. I guarantee you there was some there was some weird shit happening and uh, and something probably attached to his ass and then he built that house 
and it just followed him there, man. That's that's my uh, that's my thought process there. It's the only thing that I could think of reasonably to to cause that. But at the same time, it's all bullshit anyways because there's no empirical evidence. Nobody has a photo. Nobody has a video recording or audio recording. That shit goes a long way with these kind of stories sure. for me. For me, sure. for sure. But, I mean, again, it, plausibility, though. This dude, again, probably uh, probably a weirdo. Probably a weirdo. Uh, I, you know, I'm, just, I'm about 100% positive he brought some sort of native curse with him when he built that manor. I don't know. Because uh, looking at this timeline of stuff that they have for him here, it seems all like he's been pretty busy working <laughs> like his whole life mm. um well yeah after the after he left the army yeah yeah he he was a stand-up dude evidently yeah big I've, rambunctious like to laugh but that doesn't mean shit fucking ted bundy you know that guy <laughs> liked to talk he seemed like a pretty nice guy until he fucking took a claw hammer to your head but yeah. i think the reason why it's haunted though is because he died in the home so I think the, it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think it has anything to do with him getting a, something to attach to him. I think he died when he died in his home. That's one of the things that spirits do is like they revisit places that they love. Well, yeah. So if he built that house, he loved that house, and then he dies in that house, he's not going to leave that house. But he's not going to be the alleged watcher. No, but that no. but those spirits can come from like if say you like and he I was went a conduit when he died that opened the door. To like other fucking shit to be like oh shit sure homeboy was tagged he just fucking he just bought the farm so we can come in here now that's what i that's my thinking yeah because they could be attached to either one of us like right now say don't you put that i just hoodoo, leave don't you put that hoodoo on me and then all of a sudden all something starts happening like that your neighbors I'm like fuck you up dude be the I'm first telling one you. i haunt man if i die now that's fine that's fine because i'll know how to deal with it you have to. Hey, won't you, that be some shit, dude? Could you imagine that shit, man? One of us dies, and then just like all of a sudden, like weird shit just starts happening around the house. <laughs> like your PlayStation just starts. <laughs> it's like your headset starts shaking. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, that's why you have to watch this show that I tell you about all the time, yeah. man. Paranormal Caught on Camera. Yeah. You have to watch it. I don't have cable, man. Then you can come to my fucking house and we can watch it together. Because I'm telling you, I just watched one last night about this soldier. That was in a Nazi camp, and he died two weeks before the camp got liberated. But while he was there, he made a ventriloquist doll Tough break. for the troops, you know, kind of build up Just spirits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody bought this. This collector bought it, and he some weird stuff was happening in this room. He's got this room Get that out of here. He's got a room that's just filled with weird and ancient kind of crap. Right. The weird face. So he's got, Get it out. <laughs> he's got this camera pointed right at it. And then you just see this latch on the glass door. Just like flick open Get it out of here. dude. And then Fucking it opens it. up and then you see the eyes and the mouth on the ventriloquist start to like move. And the strings down below are moving. Like somebody's pulling it. I'm telling you, man, there's, these spirits can attach to stuff, and then you go like one of the things that Jenny and I always get concerned about is when we buy stuff from Goodwill, because we go and we find like really cool stuff. I bought this really cool glass parrot, and it was like three bucks. I'm like, I can't pass that up. This parrot's probably like fifty dollars someplace else. But what's not to say that someone didn't fucking kill somebody with that thing? So now there's an angry spirit attached to that piece, and now I have it in my house. And what did we learn? 
that if it is, you put it into a fucking case, double locked. And you put a fucking totally. enchantment it. spell on it or something to keep it locked. Maxwell Mansion, everybody. <laughs> like Geneva, Wisconsin. If you're feeling cute, you know, curious and you might want to see some ghosts, you might be able to see one there. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a real thing. Go check that out. Go check that out. <laughs> what were you debunking? No, nothing. I just yeah, it's because you know it was true. Yeah, totally. It's real. Uh, we got to wrap this up, though. Um, yeah. Everybody go to Facebook.com. Uh, that was Master Milker's Mysterious Mysteries, by the way. Uh, thank you for that, Mike. That was It is fun. This is going to get really good. It really is. Uh, but yeah. I just got to find something that's not like. We got to find something that we can relate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it would have to be finding like a clip. Yes. Yes, bring clips. Yeah. Bring uh, clips. That's, Give me clips. All right, that'll be the next one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I posted the clip for you know last week's episode. Yeah, and then I'll send you these ones so you can uh, apply all those to the next one, too. Cool. Uh, all right, so yeah, everybody, go to Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. Go like and share the page. Please, por favor, means a whole heck of a lot to the two of us. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram. Uh, I am at the cookie comma one. Mike, you are... The Master Milker. At the Master Milker, you got it. Um, any content, concerns, comments, rude remarks, anything you guys want to fucking send, send it. Dipping milk and cookies at gmail.com. Full send. Full send. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Um, what else? What so else? Party. What else? Uh, you guys can go to Podbean, Spotify to uh, to catch up on old prior episodes. Uh, yeah. This transitional phase will end soon. We're still getting a couple things a little worked out and tweaked, but soon enough it'll all be yeah. flowing real nice and smooth. I'm just gonna stop saying it. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop saying it, and then we'll just do it, and then and then we'll be able to say it. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> the true, true. But uh, it it is coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, until next week, guys. We got a fucking Jimmy Jam out of here. Everybody, mm-hmm. be good, be safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your fucking masks. Love you, friend. Love you too. All right, guys. Catch you later.